Welcome to To You From Us. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Ellie. This is our last episode of the season we've decided. We originally (laughs) wanted to do 10 episodes, but uni and life and everything in between has gotten contacted for us and we want to be able to deliver the best content that we can to you so we thought it'd be best to end on a end on a high end it on a sweet note Mm -hmm. and yeah we'll be back before you know it so today we (laughs) I'm sounding like like a like a commentator or something you Um, are you are it's like channel (laughs) channel nine news I know right and (laughs) So I guess what we wanted to talk about today was kind of just check up on each other because we haven't seen each other in such a long time it's and just see how we're going. It's We're currently right at the beginning of semester. It's week two, I think. Is it week two? It's week it two. It is, it is. And for myself personally, I am literally inundated and so overwhelmed. <laughs> and so is Ellie. So we thought it'd be really good for us to kind of talk about, you know, getting over like being stressed how to manage stress how to be organized how to prioritize different things and yeah so this is going to be a very very chaotic episode so please keep that in mind where we don't have any notes so we're just (laughs) gonna go off the fly (laughs) yes and yeah so to begin Ellie how have you been honestly just tell me how have you been I feel like I haven't seen you in such a long time and we used to see each other like once or twice every week yeah So I'm kind of sad, but yeah. It's all right. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I've actually been all right coping with the uni because this semester or this year in general, it is my third year, but because I do pharmacy and management, two subjects or two units have been um, more commerce-based subjects and two subjects have been pharmacy. So instead of three pharmacy and one business, I've got two business. And I think business is actually kind of like my bludge subject. So I've been doing quite well um yeah it's it's been all right I do have a exam next week in week three but we are going okay I feel like I've been quite ahead just because a lot of the lectures have been pre-recorded I feel like I'm someone that learns a lot from lectures instead of tutorials and labs so I think I'm coping all right (laughs) I don't think I'm as bad as Ness right now so yeah I feel bad that's so good though honestly I honestly look at your Instagram stories and you're at this cute cafe and I'm in home uh, in home I'm at home (laughs) in a hole (laughs) in my active wear that I like that I was I've been wearing my active wear for the whole day yeah just studying (laughs) and doing I just did a lecture I just did a lecture just then before filming or recording this podcast actually so good I feel like you're really organized like you're able to prioritize uh, like like prioritize different things and have time for yourself which is so important Mm -hmm. which I need to learn from you and yeah yeah yes yes (laughs) yeah so if we kind of go into how are you uh, I'm okay I think I just I think okay is the best word to describe things I don't know I'm currently my fourth so my penultimate year of Mm -hmm. law school and this is my first ever semester of all law subjects so it's four law subjects and I totally underestimated the amount of work and the amount of content and the amount of self-study that I have to do Mm -hmm. and so all in all I am a bit of an organized mess right now yeah um 
And yeah, I'm just feeling really mentally overwhelmed and very lost in terms of direction because mm-hmm. it is my lot, like second last year. So I am in the midst of application chaos right now. I have to do yeah. a bunch of applications before the end of the week. And yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, she's, she, it's not a great time right now. <laughs> yeah. But again, bad days are only 24 hours. You'll get through it. You will. You will. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, yeah, just have to push through and then it's Definitely. exams and then midterm break, which yeah. is something that I'm so looking forward to. But oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so really right now, not. I guess we're both going to become, we are stressed or we are going to become stressed. We are, we are. It will be. Yeah. yeah that's our current state. It's not the best, but we're there. <laughs> I know it is what it is honestly it is what it is you can't really be like you can't really get out of it unless you drop everything and run Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's definitely something that I find myself struggling a lot with just being super stressed and super overwhelmed it's really Mm -hmm. crazy how you know life can suddenly escalate in stress levels so quickly I feel like definitely I was so relaxed in the holidays. I guess I guess that's why it's a very abrupt transition and maybe that's why your stress levels have just like escalated to yeah, the point where it has it's yeah yeah I just saw the curve <laughs> yeah it's like sh- <laughs> in my head oh yeah yeah, so, but- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um I was just gonna it's ask you just- I feel like you're a super I feel like you're quite calm and composed and things like that and when you're stressed do you tend to take it out or do you kind of keep it inside and if you do keep it inside Mm -hmm. what are some of your coping mechanisms I think I actually really need to learn from you in the sense of how to cope with stress (laughs) and how to deal with being overwhelmed because I just to be honest that's really funny I find it's really funny because in high school right I used to be a really big nervous breakdown because I couldn't handle exams I couldn't handle all those like speeches and stuff like that because I used to be so scared Mm -hmm. and I remember having a tutor he was really aware of my personality and he actually trained me under pressure and he always pushed me under pressure and he's so lovely what the heck he he was so good like I will still think back about him but he was such a good mentor to me and I find that right now I still have this calm composed state because of him and he basically taught me that you know when I study I study in a very pressurized sense (laughs) so Mm. I try to I guess to make myself feel more efficient and more productive because efficiency is key in my books (laughs) Mm. Um, I like to multitask so if I'm watching a lecture then I will also have something up so when I'm watching a lecture and I need to write something down I will have like I don't know, a video playing when I'm writing because I can't listen to my lecture completely while writing, if that makes sense. Wait, so what do you mean a video playing? Like something like, I don't know, a drama. Wait, you watch lectures and a drama at the same time? Yeah. What? Because because if you think about it, if I'm watching a lecture, I need to write stuff down. But if I'm writing, I can't focus on listening. So you stop and start, stop and start? Yes, yes. That is so interesting. So you pause the lecture, mm-hmm. you write down the notes in your lecture, but then you yeah. play a drama. Yeah, whilst I'm writing. Is- I don't know if it works for everyone, but for me, that's what I've been doing for like three three years straight. So it does help me feel more efficient and more productive just because I'm not like concentrating fully, 
but I do know people that just like to do stuff 100% and once that is done they go on to completely relax so it does work both ways yeah okay that makes but sense. I find I, yeah I find that um it was really funny because my friend actually mentioned it a couple of days ago and she was like why do I never see you stressed are you ever stressed and I was like to be honest I don't feel that way like I kind of just go into things without having expectations and I don't really I don't know push myself to that point mm. I push myself to the point where I need to do well but it's something that I can manage because yeah. I think self-awareness is really important once you once you're aware of yourself you kind of understand that okay I'm about to break down I need to step back and I need to let myself have that break time and I feel like it's not necessary to um, feel guilty or feel like you know sleep is for the week as nest reaches I love how we're so different in this sense so mm-hmm. if we go back to your study habits mm-hmm. the way I study is completely different from you like really yeah like the thought of watching a drama whilst studying is so left field for me like I don't even I don't think I've ever considered that as a study technique I think for me when I study I just have a massive coffee beforehand Mm -hmm. oh no and then I just I just grind and then I feel like once I tap into my focus Mm -hmm. once I tap into really really you know I'm like on the grind and ready to study I can just Mm -hmm. sit I can stand and study sit and study I can sit from like 9 till 6 p.m and yeah that long yeah to be honest that's yeah that's that's me too as in I don't use my drama as a distraction it's still there but I'm not actually focused on it I'm focused on my work but it's the playing as a background noise yeah so just kind of like you use it as a it's kind of like when music into music when they start to drama yeah I think because I grew up in an environment where you know, I live with my grandparents, so they're always watching dramas in the background and I study in the living room ever since mm. I was little. So I always have that sound in the back of my mind and I'm kind of used to it. So I don't have that. If I'm studying at a library, I can't study because it's way too silent. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So it's kind of like yeah. uh, I need chatter. your surroundings being so loud, but that actually causes you to want to focus more on what you're doing. Yeah. It, it forces me it's to It's like focus. cafe studying. You study at a cafe and there's people talking, but you really focus because- yeah and you know what I think that's even better because when you're forced to study in such a loud environment when you sit in a exam you know environment it's so silent that you're like okay I can focus so well now it's like 110 percent now yeah because okay that's interesting maybe I'll try I I don't even listen to music when I study I literally just study Mm -hmm. I study downstairs usually on the dining room table yeah. So I there's a lot of stuff that's going on around me as well. So I definitely get what you mean by that. And yeah. what were you we talking about before? You were talking about your study habits and that oh your stress habits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your stress, the way that you manage stress. Like for myself, I I tend to set really, really high expectations of myself for everything. So no. I go into situations with super expectations, wanting to be oh the best and performing the best. And mm-hmm. so therefore, because of that, I get stressed because I want to be able to perform at my best, but yeah. I get stressed because uh, I don't want to not be able to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I guess that's one of my fatal flaws. It's like my hamasha, my fatal flaws. <laughs> um, yeah. Over, over, um, over Overachieving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same thing. 
Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, I think I've mentioned this so many times, but expectations will ultimately cause disappointment and downfall because you put yourself <laughs> under so much stress and you really just, you know, what's it called? You're counterproductive. Yeah, I'm just realistic. So if I know I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail. But, <laughs> yeah, but if I know that I'm capable of doing what I am and I'm confident in my capabilities, I will achieve what I ultimately have to achieve. And it really helps me by making short-term goals because the feeling of these frequent achievements that are like, you know, one or two weeks in between, they work so much better to drive your productivity and your motivation. Because if you think about having long-term goals that span around a couple months or even a month, you Mm -hmm. don't really see that reward and you don't feel that sense of, oh, wow, I've done something so well. And you don't see it until that one month period. So if you think about it, getting a paycheck every week versus a getting paycheck every month, how does that feel? I don't know because I don't check my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. And every week. I generally see... don't. Oh my God, that's so bad. What if you, um, what if you go through fraud? Fraud? I, I do check occasionally when I want to invest in stocks and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll have this. <laughs> oh my God. I don't this. follow up on my payments. I've started doing that. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I spread, I've started to spreadsheet my income mm-hmm. now. So that's so good. Yeah. I love budgeting and I love checking money <laughs> going in and out just because I've gone through so much uh, fraud recently. Um, what, what do you mean? What happened? As in, I've gotten people like taking money unauthorized out of my account. So Whoa. that was a whole situation. And that happened during exam period, guys. And that was a whole fiasco. I think they took a lot of money. Yeah. Oh my, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever been a victim of fraud. So I was I was a victim twice. That's Got that crazy. back though. I don't yeah, like PayPal. Right. I really don't like PayPal. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Moving on yeah. back. <laughs> what was I talking about? Um, oh, the way that I managed. Oh yeah. So you were talking about how you don't really set your expectations too high and you're realistic. Mm-hmm. I guess like everything just is contingent on your personality, right? It is. So yeah. whether you're like a type A kind of person who always needs to do well and always needs to aim high or versus someone who's a bit more laid back and really is self-aware and knows their limits and knows Mm -hmm. where they can achieve and is really realistic. I I guess like sometimes I tend to spread myself too thin Mm -hmm. because I want to do the best that I can at everything that I do and I don't really want to let things slide. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I find that my commitments, my to-do lists, everything is just too much. And mm-hmm. I overcommit and I say yes to absolutely every opportunity. And then yeah. I get kind of overwhelmed, you feel. So it's kind of like trying to yeah. juggle a billion balls at once and not really, and just being like, being able to do everything, but feeling like crap inside, just mm-hmm. really, really struggling mentally and just being like, why am I doing all of this? Am I even happy? What is my purpose? Mm. All of that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so if we kind of move on to the idea of um prior, prior pl- if we kind of move on to the idea of prioritization okay I finally yep. got there <laughs> I'm proud um that's kind of I guess I wanted to touch on this topic because I think I feel like we all juggle so many things at once right whether it be mm-hmm. work whether it be uni whether it be self-care time time to spend with your family or time to spend mm-hmm. with your friends and loved ones and your significant other if you have one there are so many hours in the day right and sometimes it's so difficult to actually have time and fit in time for to do all the things that you want to do and well that's something that I I'm personally struggling with a lot right now 
Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess the issue of prioritization is I still have to do this, but kind of just writing down or just thinking about everything that you've committed to and just kind of seeing what you truly want to do and mm-hmm. whether there are any things that you can cull or just limit for a specific point in time. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to add on and I think that it might help to label your to-do list. So I think labeling like A, B, C or one, two, three, according to its importance and on hectic days, or if you feel so overwhelmed, just scratch the last one. So if it's one, two, three, just scratch three or scratch C because you don't have enough time to finish everything on your to-do list. And of course, sometimes these problems can't be avoided. And so for these situations, I think it's really important to, I guess, find time to mash everything together. So what I do sometimes is, you know, just lump similar tasks together. So if I'm, for example, if I have a phone call, then I will lump the phone call with a train ride or I'll study on the train because I have a long commute and stuff like that. So it won't feel like I'm wasting time. It just feels like my time has been efficient because I've just lumped everything together. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about, you know, having like a hundred things on your to-do list and the reason why I think I'm so... I think just not overwhelmed is because I will say yes to opportunities, but only when I know that I'm capable and I have the capacity for it. Because I think something that I live by is you say yes to opportunities, but never at the expense of your own well-being. Mm. Yeah. That's something that's really smart and that I need to implement because I tend to say yes to every opportunity because I don't want to miss out on opportunities because I'm the type of person who goes like, oh, what if, right? If yeah. I didn't say yes to that, what could have happened? Oh, and so no. I tend to say yes to most things. I've gotten a bit better at saying no, but as in I say yes to all career opportunities and um, things I think will allow me to grow and add value to my life. Mm-hmm. But then I really detriment myself in the mental health side. Mm-hmm. So it's no so. I honestly can say that I have not had an hour of self-care for like the past two weeks. Oh, it's no. just been like, go, go, go. And I think no. it's it's not like I want sympathy. It's just kind of like, yeah. this is making me realize that I really don't prioritize uh, my mental well-being. And I tend to just be like, oh, like I have all you this neglect to yourself, and I have to do it. And yeah. I, and it's kind of bad, but sometimes I see self-care as a waste of time. Like I can't help yeah, yeah. too, but it's an, obviously it's not, um, but yeah. I guess that's why I multitask a lot because my self-care time is my drama time. And if I'm able to watch my drama while studying or writing notes, I feel like I'm feeling more productive and it's not exactly a waste of time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like watching TV. Maybe I should try. I feel like I'll just end up getting distracted because I get too um, absorbed. I get mm, too absorbed I don't think, in Yeah, I don't think it's something that you need to feel guilty for, though. Because if you need that break and if you are getting distracted, then that just says something about your mental state right now. It just tells you that you are burnt out and you need that break. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. it's kind of just gotten to the point where I can't really afford to procrastinate. Like I genuinely yeah. can't like if I do decide to be like, oh, I want to bludge and mm-hmm. oh, this is something that I didn't schedule in everything mm-hmm. in my, in my 
need to do just gets shifted like an hour back or and oh, everything no. just like mushes over bro, to the next week you, no, feel? Bro. you know I get even okay this is the only time I'll get stressed but I get stressed when things don't go to plan because I'm such a big planner and yeah. I plan according to hours so if something gets pushed forward like 20 minutes or an hour I'll, I get like really flustered yeah that's exactly yeah. me that's that's why you're stressed out because you feel like there's no sense of order and like if you did already expect this order that you plan, you know, two nights before, and now that it's suddenly disrupted, you feel as though, you know, it's like, oh my God, what do I do now? Because everything has gone out of order and you don't have any control anymore. Mm. Yeah. That's why I've gotten to a point where I don't um, hourly plan. I, I kind of just weekly plan. And the way I work is that I work in a week. And if I have all these sets of tasks for a week, I have that week to complete that thing. I don't, if I have a lecture that's like, you know, on Monday, I can have until Sunday to complete that lecture. That's so smart. Like the weekly plan thing, just having like a massive to-do list of everything that you need to do. I'm actually going to start doing that because I find that sometimes I have so much on that I'm just kind of like, where do I put everything? So I just need to sit down and strip everything back and plan everything out. Definitely. And yeah, as I said before in high school, I was like a whole nervous wreck and I kind of think that's because I didn't have a journal, whereas now in uni, I do rely on my journal quite heavily. Oh, she's holding up her journal. I started journaling. <laughs> I started um having like an, uh, I would just call Irish it, it's not a bullet journal. It's kind of just like, I just write my to-do list on, like on the journal. And then I just, I started, I only, I only started in this month, actually. Before Aww. I used to be a Google calendar girl and I still am, yeah. but it's quite nice to physically cross things off definitely right I feel like a lot of people that I've talked to like some of my close friends um they say that journaling is a waste of time but to be honest I don't think it is because it helps me clear so much brain space and so much capacity out of my mind because previously I didn't even have anything to write down and I always kept everything all the dates all the tasks in my brain and that filled up so much space and now that it's free you have so much empty space to have you know content and data in there yeah yeah so it's so worth it so when you journal do you just journal like your to-do list or is this like a diary kind of thing no, like no, no. As it's in- a it's a to-do list it's yeah, a to-do list I have, I have two different journals yeah oh, do you? I have a to-do list journal so this is literally just one of those uh yearly journals and then it's like yeah. every single day it's like by the day and mm-hmm. a couple of lines and usually I can fit in my to-do list for the day uh within mm-hmm. those lines and then yeah. I have a separate journal which is like on my bedside table and it's like my mm-hmm. rant journal and which I rarely ever write in anymore but it's uh what it I you. do to reflect when I'm super stressed so I might actually yeah. write in it after our conversation today just because I just need to feel like a mess yeah yeah definitely I think it's so helpful to just write down everything and I remember I was in like a very hard I don't know overwhelmed situation I don't know, a year ago and when I wrote everything down I just cleared myself from all that mental strain yeah because I can't visualize it in my head and I'm, I'm someone that writes a lot so I like to write it's quite therapeutic yeah. I would actually recommend that like if and if you, if any of you listening are kind of feeling overwhelmed right now don't really know what's going on in your, in your mind it really helps to physically write it down on a piece of paper mm-hmm. or even just to type it up on a random word document I think just yeah. venting out your feelings and venting out what your thoughts are really helps to clear your mm-hmm. brain and give you space to do other things definitely yeah 
um, also about the prioritizing or finding out what you want to prioritize, I kind of have like, I don't know, a bit of a ratio that I work with. So I know that I have sets of categories that I need to work around, right? So a lot of people have uni, work, friends, and alone time. And that's four sections that I work around, right? So Mm -hmm. for example, um, uni is about, I don't know, 40%. And then everything else would be about 20 or so, depending on how you want to arrange your ratio. And that's kind of how I work. It always it always differs because sometimes uni will start to become more busy or sometimes uni is more free and that's kind of how you arrange it. So for example, right now, I know that uni is 13 weeks and I've already planned out up to April. So from March to April, I know my schedule and I know that these three weeks in March will not be as busy as April. And that's why I kind of like have all my me time and friend time now, whereas in April, I know that I'm going to be busy. And that's when uni would be about 60%. Yeah, so when exams hit, right? Yeah, so I understand that I have my me time and I've already balanced that out within those 13 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I just think right now what I'm struggling with is like even in the lows of semester, Mm -hmm. there's no me time. So I don't know what it's going to be like when it's exam time. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm just contemplating even just – you know, taking, like taking, not taking one subject and just doing three subjects this semester and catching up in like winter school. I'm just, my mind is a kerfuffle right now, but yeah, you know, like we have anything else we wanted to touch on in this episode. It was so rambly. Okay. It was good though. Um, yeah. yeah I, so I think better talking to you. I want to just remind you again that everything you do is just going to benefit yourself because at the end of the day, in the long term, all you want is stability, financial stability, mental stability. And if you don't have stability now, what's the point? Yeah, that's true, right? Because it's yeah. just chaos now and being like, oh, if I do chaos now, maybe I'll be stable in the future. That's not how it should work. You should always be stable and you should always be happy. Yeah, I find that hard sometimes, but it's okay. We're working it on is. it. Yes. Ellie and I will work on it together. It's great. Yeah, Um. If we quickly just wrap everything up, thank you so much for the support that you've given us and the pod for the past couple of weeks. We've really enjoyed just sharing our stories, our thoughts, our experiences. Sharing different side of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And just being able to open up a bit more. And yeah, we really hope that you've enjoyed listening to us ramble on sometimes. Yes. And yeah, we can't wait to bring you a fresh new season in a couple of weeks after exams finish. Yes. And yeah, so thank you so much for your support. And mm-hmm. if you guys have any, you know, questions that or any topics that you want us to talk about next season, any people that you want to hear on our podcast, Ooh, we're thinking of getting here. a few guests on, uh, please let us know through email, through Instagram, comment, DM, anything like that. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at to you from us pod. Our personal Instagrams are added in our bio. Wow, that was such bad grammar. But yeah, Ellie passing yeah, on. Yeah, and we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all those other podcasting platforms. So do please <laughs> so do support us and click the green follow button on Spotify and also please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So we'll see you in the next season. Bye-bye. Bye.